0: It's time to fire up the three-cylinder Star Drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three-Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby, science fiction novelist. I'm
1: Richard Coots. I'm a fountain of pop culture trivia.
0: All right, so there's a lot of movies out right now that are like really, really you know, getting a lot of buzz. Mm -hmm. One, you know, Solo came out. and You know, we've got Ant-Man coming Mm -hmm. up, Ant-Man and the Wasp. we got a whole bunch of films coming out, you know, that we're going to talk about. But Richard and I went to see a film. It's kind of a little-known film. You've probably seen advertisements for it. It's a movie called Upgrade. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just going to give a spoiler-free review of this film because we really, really want you to see it. Mm -hmm. And the reason we want you to see it is because these movies like this need to get um what is it uh what am i saying here uh they need to get more notoriety because mm-hmm. we don't want to let these kind of movies fall through the cracks because they're great i mean this movie was really good
1: mm. i actually went to see it use my movie pass which i probably wouldn't have gone to see it if i didn't have movie pass But i was like uh-huh. oh my gosh so i was like this is so good i was telling you that so i was like yeah. okay i'll buy you a ticket because <laughs> I want you to come and see this. And Richard
0: actually bought me a ticket to see this film. and I was like, okay, whatever. So um, I'm grateful because it was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie is so good. Um, if you know me, and you've heard this podcast enough, you know that I really appreciate good writing. And this film has some really good writing. And I felt the story was very original. Mm-hmm. Basically, the premise is this guy, he gets... Uh, He gets injured. I just won't talk about how, but Mm -hmm. he's a quadriplegic and then he's given a chance to have a chip put inside his his spine. It's going to allow him to walk again Mm -hmm. and function normally. Um, but I won't say anything else because the story is so good. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah.
1: We're not going to give like major story details, but we can talk about kind of, um, kind of the way it's shot Mm -hmm. and kind of the way it comes off. So some of the stuff you'll you'll have seen in the trailer, so it won't be real spoilers. Sure. So, um, first, let's talk about like uh, some of the cinematography, the way it was shot, and way uh-huh. the action scenes were shot. Right. Um, so, after he gets uh, uh, this chip put in called Stem, mm-hmm. he uh, when he's walking around and just doing stuff, it kind of has a really close up shot to his back and it kind of like moves with and it's hard to describe, well, but it what makes it do, look more robotic. I'll tell, what,
0: I'll tell you what they do. They take, um, it's like a GoPro mm-hmm. and they've put it or that, I don't know. It's some kind of camera, kind of like a GoPro, but probably it, it could be a GoPro. Um, but it's attached to a belt that then has like a, uh, a little, a little arm that comes out that faces his back. Mm-hmm. And then whenever he walks, it moves with his back, you know, so it moves with his torso. And doesn't jar the, the, the camera, but it just kind of keeps uh, steady on his back. So it's kind of like, um, and, and some some uh, camera techniques are using this right now. Sometimes, you know, if you see the one where um, you watch one of those shows, you know, where they're hunting ghosts or whatever, and they put the, cam- the GoPro camera so you can see their face. Oh, yeah. And it's like attached to their head. So the rest of the camera's moving but their head's stationary, it's kinda of yeah. like that. It's kind of Yeah, cool. but
1: from the back.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's this kinda of But they kinda
1: make they do that and they make it look kind of robotic. Yeah. It's what they do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so what this does is like this thing it like attaches like to his spine and it kind of like grows to his nervous system and stuff like that and that and, and that's what allows him to like move and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what's great. And then it's got a lot of humor in it. So uh I mean you've seen that if you've seen the trailer, you know it's got some humor in it. But it's it's pretty funny the first the first fight, which this is also in the trailer. So um <laughs>
0: uh It it does have a lot of humor. It uh, does. But um I will say that it has a lot of layers. It
1: does. It's and very
0: things it, happen and then it's like Oh, you think you have it figured out, and then all of a sudden something else happens, and you go, oh my goodness, I totally didn't see that coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you, what it's doing is... This is what's great. It, it constantly uh, changes your your uh, uh, perspective of what this movie is. It's constantly changing. Uh, it's like... Um, it's like, oh, you thought know, this movie was one thing? No, it's this other thing. And, <laughs> and uh, I don't really want to give much more away than that, but as far as the way the story moves. But um, yeah, but like there's a scene at the very beginning where Stim, he's like, Stim, take over, and this was in the trailer. Uh-huh. So he starts fighting this guy, and he kind of just moves around. It's all, again, it's very robotic. It's like, okay, so Logan Marshall Green play, plays this Guy, uh, what's the name? Gray Trace, which is a great sci-fi character name. Gray trace. Um,
0: great trace, Gray Trace, Gray
1: uh, Trace, and then, uh, but anyways, he this kind of takes over. But it, it's he what he does is really interesting because he really sells like that his body is working independently from his from his head. Yeah, and yeah. The way he moves and it's very his,
0: his uh, physical acting style is yeah, really good. It was
1: really good. Um, he, you know, he's been in, he's been in several, he's mostly a character actor. He's been in a lot of, he's been in several TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a small part in Spider-Man Homecoming. He yeah. was one of the shockers. One of them, they have like two <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but, uh, he was in that. He was in, uh, Prometheus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he, he's done a lot more than you. would think. Um so, but he's
0: he's mainly done like just character acting type mm-hmm, stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. but I mean you can't really tell it from this film. I mean he had he's really good at taking a lead role and moving with it. Um there's also um well I'll just say that I mean this is pretty far in the future too. I mean this is like years in the future because yeah, they've got but like, but
1: here's the thing. it's kinda like it's more the near future. It's it's kind of it kind of gives it off. It doesn't say what year, but maybe twenty years from now, something like maybe. that is kind of what they're going for. Because it's like it's got really advanced technology, but not so advanced that it doesn't look like our world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It still looks very much like the genre, modern day, just the, with more technol—more advanced technology. Yeah, the Genre
0: is kind of a cyberpunk, I guess. You yeah, could call it is it.
1: very cyberpunk, mm-hmm. um,
0: but not like a. I don't know, not like a not not, like, a, like not, a Matrix kind of stuff. Yeah, not really like Matrix.
1: A, not not you know? not quite like Blade Runner. Not that not that far ahead mm-hmm. uh, as far as like technology. It hasn't quite like that kind of advanced yeah. kind of technology.
0: But we're we're just not going to say anything else about it. Um, I'm giving the movie five stars. So am I.
1: Um, and
0: Go see this movie.
1: Go see it. Uh, they, you know what, what? What's crazy? This is more of an independent film, but it, mm-hmm. it was done by a Blumhouse. Blumhouse and uh, who mostly does horror. Yeah. Um and it was done, it was written and directed by Lee Wanell, who's like the co creator of Saw franchise and right. he worked on a lot of that. Um but they didn't give like an exact budget on this, uh-huh. but a spokesman for Blumhouse said it was under ten million. And that's amazing. And what they did with this was crazy with a budget under ten million. there there was some CGI, you know, where they needed it, but it was mostly practical effects and it was good practical oh, effects. Yeah.
0: Yeah, great um, practical effects.
1: Like, uh, some guys had, like, a gun installed in his arm. And he just kind of had a loading thing in his arm. And he, they would just put shells in his arm and just
0: go... Like Rubber's bicep is. Yeah. Just shoves shells in there. Shoves
1: it and then, like, shoots it out <laughs> of his palm. Um, it's pretty cool.
0: But, um, uh, but, yeah, we won't say anything else about the film. We don't want to spoil anything because it's so good. Uh, go see this movie. Go uh, see it. Uh, now, the movie of the week we were going to talk about is a little movie called Freaked. 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 And yeah. it was
1: written, <laughs> co-written and co-directed by Alex Winter, uh-huh. who, you know, is, is Bill. Uh, you think this is
0: the movie that kind of moved him into producing and directing films?
1: Probably. 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 This because is before 19, this. This was 1993.
0: Yeah. Before that, you had, you know, the Bill and Ted Mm-hmm. phenomenon which yeah Bill and Ted I love Bill and, and
1: Ted. You know, so. he was he had a he had a minor role in uh in uh The Lost mm-hmm. Boys. hmm um,
0: Yeah. But uh okay, premise of this film, three friends uh end up at some weird carnival where Randy Quaid is mm-hmm. <laughs> the indelible Randy Quaid is some kind of bizarre uh, evil scientist.
1: Now here's the deal about this movie. It's it's intentionally bad.
0: <laughs> it is it, really bad. It,
1: it's kind of in the vein of a of a Zucker Brother film. Uh-huh. Lot, like uh, you know, airplane, stuff like right. that. There's a lot of like a lot of spooping in this. Uh-huh. Uh you and, know, like and, Bob and, Vila shows up, that's very nineties. Right. Also um,
0: also there's a lot of like gross out comedy in this. Yeah, it's like, very
1: <laughs> gross out. Uh there's like uh this one scene where he's, like, getting transformed into different things, and, and at one point he, like, turns into, like, Gumby and Pokey, but is like, doing something really gross um, to himself. It's raw. It is. Um, but, you know, it's funny. Not it's for you know okay. it's, yeah, it's not, not for kids. Yeah, it's not for kids. kids. Uh, I mean, it's like PG-13, but still. Um,
0: it's pretty raunchy. It's
1: pretty, it's pretty raunchy. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's some stuff in there that would probably be considered homophobic today.
0: Probably. A lot of, lot of, oh, There's yeah. some gay jokes. Um, Definitely. like
1: uh, there's this part where they're turning them. He's like got like an old Windows computer, and he's like <laughs> trying to just. He's like do clicking through different options of what kind of freaks to make them, and one of them is lesbians. Oh, and man. and then there is one other one. <laughs> so um, bad. There was, uh, I don't remember what all the other ones was, but, like, there was a joke about Mr. T was the bearded lady, but there was oh, a whole yeah. joke about And him it's being actually trans, Mr. T. Trans, yeah, it's Mr. It's T. It's Mr.
0: T as a bearded lady. Yeah, this like has, trans okay, so style. let's talk about Mr. some T. of the
1: characters. There's, like, a worm, but then Bobcat Goldthwait plays, like, this guy, and he's, like, all hands, and he's got, like, a hand for a head, but he like puts a sock puppet on it and like talks with a sock puppet. In um, Bobcat
0: Goldfwait's And
1: he wasn't actually in the credits. It was an uncredited role, but Keanu Reeves <laughs> plays, uh, plays uh, Ortiz, the, the man dog or something like this. Right. Yeah. Um, so you
0: actually have another kind of a Bill and Ted moment mm-hmm. here. And and there are some like moments. I saw them, the moments in the movie where it's kind of like, hang on a second. There's some Bill and Ted stuff going on here because um, you know Bill and Ted uh, mm-hmm. Bogus Journey had basically the same special effects sure sure this <laughs> was well this was done by uh,
1: uh, Screaming Matt George and they do the special effects for did the special effects for a lot of little budget of horror movies right. back in the day yeah um, uh, <laughs> so but mad. yeah it was, it was pretty bad Um there's it was <laughs> it was pretty gross um, there was like a guy that like turned into a talking cow and yeah uh it was uh, what really was it called
0: a cowboy
1: yeah cowboy <laughs> they called him cowboy. literally
0: a cowboy
1: um and then uh there was a you know what was I thought was funny was there was a scene with Randy quaid and he's got like this uh toxic chemicals and it's from a big toxic chemical thing he's yeah. a plant a company he's right. like uh run by Bill Sadler and he's uh. like Constantly like laughing on the phone, and they call him laughing. He's like, ha, ha, ha. it's like okay. How he's like instead of just speaking, he's just going. Right. But but there's this part where Randy Quaid and uh, says, he says you're not supposed to have those chemicals. he said, okay. Well, I guess I'm also not supposed to have these. And he like holds up these Ramada Inn towels that he stole. Which was I what I thought was funny about that was that was kind of foretelling because Randy Quaid. Racked up all these this huge hotel bill, and then he and then he ran out on the hotel and then fled to Canada so he right. wouldn't get arrested for it. Did
0: you ever see that picture of him when he was found? He looked like a, a woolly. Oh yeah, I've seen it. But was like man,
1: like that was kind of foretelling <laughs> that he stole some towels. Yeah, Randy
0: money. Quaid basically became his character from Christmas Vacation.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: um, <laughs> like in real life, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but this I, film is uh, it's a stinker, but it, it's fun to watch it. because it's, fun it's funny. To watch and it's got um, it's funny. It's got funny bits in it. So it's got yeah. like
1: Brooke Shields in it. And oh, and it's pretty amazing.
0: <laughs> but yeah, the Dog Man is definitely uh, is 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 definitely Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's uncredited, but it's him. I mean, <laughs> you can tell too. It's like, wait a minute, this is. Uh, so, it's a lot of fun. It's a funny movie. A lot of fun to watch it if you're just bored. You uh, need something to it, And it's gross. Uh,
1: <laughs> you can find it on Stars on the streaming service, or they might have it on their channels right now. I'm not sure. Um, I watched it you, on Epics. Okay. So. I watched it on YouTube. It was actually, the whole thing was up on YouTube. So, <laughs> I watched it on there. <laughs> All
0: right. But, until next time, uh, please go out and watch Upgrade. And, uh, you know, check out Freaked if you want. It's fun. Till next time, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richie Kids.